Hello, and welcome to another episode of Cracking One Open with Mike. And Elise. It's hot outside. It is. The, not the dog days of summer, but I would say it's like the uh, puppy days of summer. <laughs> I'm wearing my Hawaiian shirt. My Jurassic Park Hawaiian shirt. My Jurassic Park Hawaiian shirt. My with faded pink Secret pants. velociraptors. And stegosauruses. And stegosauruses. And dilophi- dil- dilophosauruses. Ah. Parasaurolophus. Yeah, I'm rocking it big time. <laughs> It's a pretty awesome shirt. Not gonna lie. Some of my buttons undone. I'm in a summery mood, baby. I am. Yeah. I am ready for something. I would say tropical. Ooh. Do you have something that? Uh... <laughs> I think I might have something that hits the spot. Ooh. So this week we are talking about Tropical Blaze Juicy Double IPA. It's by one of our favorite um, kind of local breweries, Southern Tier <laughs> Brewing Company. I say kind of local because we're in Connecticut and their main location is in New York, which is technically right next to us, but it's still a seven hour drive. They're in the far part of New York. (laughs) So a lot of people, when they say, oh, I'm in New York, they think about like Long Island, or at least around here, they think about Long Island or Manhattan, Manhattan, which or Brooklyn or Queens, basically New York City. Yeah, which is an hour train right away. An hour train right away. You can honestly, if you drive and there's no traffic, get there in like 40 minutes. I've done it. But But they're on the westernmost side of the state. They're near a Great Lake, which is like, to me, really far away. Which you never think about New York like that. (laughs) You never think, oh yeah, New York does touch a Great Lake, doesn't it? Yeah. So... I unfortunately we were not able to actually go visit their tap room for the <laughs> but Southern Tier if anybody remembers from our older episodes basically won the pumpkin beer oh, cons- I'll get to like it. contest <laughs> and they were the surprise hit of the holiday beers because mm-hmm. they were one of the few mm-hmm. we hadn't tried before so Southern These Tier are all in my notes Ooh, I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm the color character You're These are opinions. so let me get back on track teach me teacher <laughs> So Southern Tier actually has multiple tap rooms out of state of New York as well. Pittsburgh, Cleveland and Charlotte. And so having four tap rooms in four very different locations is a pretty impressive spread. I don't know a lot of breweries that we've uh, or that we've talked about so far that have that kind of experience. Expansion. No, I mean, um, Modern Times had a little bit. But they were all within but they were California. All within the thing. I know that there are some breweries that we like that will probably feature at some point on the show. Like Ballast Point mm-hmm. is big on like little tap rooms all over the place. But I think that's okay. kind of like the thing, like almost Dockside was mm-hmm. Engine Engine 15. 15 from Florida. Originally, kind of but they're yeah, no, but longer, no associated, longer associated. Yeah. But I think that's kind of an interesting new model that's kind yeah. of appearing in terms of breweries. Like a... I don't want to say a chain, but kind of a chain or like a franchise. I don't know. Like kind of a franchise. It helps with your distribution. I think you put up a tap room, which is going to feed you some money, but then you also are able to get your main product out quicker to certain locations where you are selling. That's true. Which is essential at this point in time with COVID going on still and doing the, the curbside pickup and potentially deliveries only have a certain uh, range. So. Right. I am. I'm surprised like a brewery like Two Roads that is starting to deliver to almost all 50, all states. 50 states and internationally, technically yep. in Ireland. Yeah. I am surprised they're not on that model yet where they're starting to branch out. Yeah. But I wonder if they might think be thinking about it or if they're just cool with the, they don't want the headache. Yeah. Because I can also see that being a big logistics. Ooh, a nightmare. Yeah. People that were like eight years ago, we were one little bar and now we're doing mm-hmm. all this. But continue. Yeah. So the original location for Southern Tier was located in uh, Lakewood, New York. 
It opened back in 2003, but they didn't actually start expanding the brewery into other states until 2012, which is when they started adding those other three locations. And, and I don't know if you saw this when you were looking them up, they opened a distillery in 2016. Ooh, I did not see that. (laughs) So at this distillery, they produce vodka, uh, gin, bourbon, rye whiskey, American whiskey, and a... Uh, quote unquote maple aged spirit that I guess can't technically be called rum, but it's basically rum. So they distill it from black strapped molasses and then enhance it by adding 20,000 pounds of locally made New York maple syrup. Yeah, the maple syrup that does then, sound like a rum. Yes. And then they, rum liqueur. they age it. They age that spirit in maple syrup barrels that give it a really nice maple and vanilla taste profile. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder what kind of, I mean, I know it's not rum, but I wonder what kind of rum it would be classified as if you had to compare it. Yeah. Obviously now it's a liqueur because of that, but I wonder its base, what it, what its base is. Also, apparently it's really easy to make pretty much every kind of alcoholic spirit. Yeah. Once you open up a distillery, you just can <laughs> go nuts and make everything, which I think is which really is pretty interesting. Cool. Yeah. But you know, what's interesting about that Yeah. is though I didn't read that on the Southern Tier website, I mm-hmm. was reading something about Ballast Point this week mm-hmm. and found out Ballast Point has distilleries or really? there are distilleries called Ballast Point, which is how many other Ballast Point distilleries yeah, would there be if there's a brewery? That can't be a coincidence. So I wonder if they're sharing the same model. They've got such similar models. Interesting. Um, and they also do a bunch of flavored vodka seltzers now because who doesn't? Yeah. I mean, it's that's the trendy thing. Everybody does. <laughs> And uh, a fun little tidbit about this distillery is that over 90% of the ingredients are sourced from New York. Um, So they actually earned a New York farm distillers license for that. So I I guess that allows them for a little bit more. They call it uh, Expera fermentation, (laughs) which I really liked. (laughs) Isn't that like Kent Falls has something similar, right? I wouldn't be. Because we talked about Kent Falls and I think we were talking about how because they're a full farm they're so eco-friendly like they have certain permissions or different um they have different rules to follow or something like that yeah something's different about their brewery than anybody else's Mm -hmm. but that's pretty cool i like that yeah i wonder if we can find any southern tier because again new york's a state right over i wonder if they distribute outside of the state yet that i couldn't tell yeah keep an eye out yeah that would definitely be worth checking out that's cool i'd be interested in that you try their bourbon or their maple Quote, thing. unquote rum. Yeah. <laughs> their maple spirit. I'd be interested to try their bourbon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had a, yeah, they had a bunch of different kinds of bourbon. So, but back to Tropical Blaze. Yeah. It is a seasonal brew with availability from April through June. So if you like what you hear on this episode, be sure to go searching very soon for it where you are. Because if liquor stores where you are are anything like where we are, uh, like we mentioned before, the seasonal beers from Southern Tier pop up suddenly and then they're gone mm-hmm. um, because uh, like Mike said um, on previous episodes, we featured Pumpkin, which is their insanely popular fall seasonal beer and 2Xmas, which is a winter ale. And, and I mean, Pumpkin literally has a cult following where we are. When Pumpkin first came out, I think we talked about it on the Halloween episode. Yeah. 
it was like you had to get it that first week or you're not getting it. Yep. I remember the bartenders ba- that we back talked when we go to bar back when you'd go to bars, yeah. <laughs> they would all say, you know, get this now. I'm probably not going to have it next week. Or yep. if you'd order it, they'd it'd be one of those beers where it's like, uh, let it's me still gone. if I got any left in the yeah. tap. And it's like, oh, no, we traded it out with blah, blah, blah. And now it seems like there's more, which makes sense because now they have more. Mm-hmm. I'm more sure locations. they brew like crazy amounts of it now, mm-hmm. but they have that and they have the alter- alternate varieties. But yeah. even to Xmas, because that basically was the surprise hit for us of our for, episode, yeah. for this, the winter episode. We went looking to just get it again. It was, it was and like you the find most it. It was interesting, gone. most festive tasting. It was like, it was Christmas, liquid Christmas. <laughs> yep. And I will say like the, the one thing about Southern tier beers, and I don't know if tropical blaze will be the same is, is they do air toward the heavy side, but again, those are fall oh, winter I'll get, beers. I'll get there. So let's see what we got. <laughs> don't worry. I, I got you covered. Um, but yeah, also pro tip, if you see pumpkin at oh, yeah, at your local restaurant or bar on draft and it is actually available, request a cinnamon sugar rim. Holy crap. It's dessert in a glass. It's really good. But if you're normally also not a fan of that kind of do it up showy kind of cinnamon, <laughs> rim, like if you're not into that, if the two men for that, or it ruins the beer. I get that. But I also sometimes do the cinnamon rim because I don't care. Sometimes <laughs> I want to treat. Sometimes I do it. Sometimes I don't. 50, treat 50. yourself. Pumpkin is good enough where you can get it without it. And even if you don't like pumpkin, you might still like the pumpkin beer because there are so True. many layers to that beer. It is. Yeah. It, it's like a pie. It's a, it's it's, a pumpkin. It's Ugh. fantastic. Yeah. But continue. It. We're, we're talking about tropical blaze, but yeah. we're also admitting our love for pumpkin. <laughs> So Tropical Blaze is, according to Southern Tier, where, quote, ripe fruits meet a blast of hops and they call it a juicy double IPA, not a double IPA, not a hazy beer. Um, So but like you said before, obviously being a double IPA, we can expect it to be a little higher in ABV. This one is eight point five percent. Oopsie. I feel like a, a lot of their beers tend to be higher up there in ABV, which they actually do have a handful of lower percentage uh, session beers, but we don't see them in our liquor stores, which is unfortunate. Obviously, we see we see more of the seasonal brews, yep. um, which pretty much start at 7% as I was perusing their whole catalog of beers. And there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think we've ever had a beer from them and been like, Ooh, like, you know, you don't feel it. But it, at the same time, that's a little dangerous. They sneak up. It's sneak, like the pumpkin sneaks up on you. The, Chris, yeah. the Christmas does taste strong, but it's a winter beer. So it's supposed to warm you. Yeah. But yeah. So as far as IBUs go, they also list that, which is really nice. Um, Tropical Blaze is rated at 38, um, which is low to moderate bitterness. Okay. Um, which is interesting seeing as it is a double IPA. My first instinct would be t- that it's going to be more bitter mm-hmm. um, just based on past experience. But, you know, like we had talked about in previous episodes, IBU rating doesn't necessarily translate directly to bitterness level. Right. Well, there's, a, yeah, there's stuff, other stuff in the beer that might cut it and stuff. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really interested to see how juicy and fruit forward this is that it cancels out. Yeah. Um, so Southern Tier describes Tropical Blaze like this. The unique combination of real pink guava Pineapple and mango combines with brazen hops for an incredibly bold, juicy beer to blaze through the heat. And according to Southern Tier, Tropical Blaze features ale yeast, white wheat, flaked oats, and as far as hops go, we've got mosaic and azaka coming to the flavor party. 
Ooh, a Zaka. A Zaka. So mosaic hops, which we, we've talked about a few times, mm-hmm. are a triple threat. They're used for aroma, flavoring, and bittering purposes. Ooh. Yeah. I feel like they used to be a lot more prevalent in IPAs. And, and lately, in the yeah. episodes we've been doing, they've kind of taken a step back to citra hops, which yeah. are now in everything. Yes. I No, I, I, I agree. And I mean, we, we figured out pretty quickly that mosaic is named as such because it brings so many unique and complex elements to the table, depending on how you use it. Obviously, it's used often for its blueberry and berry aromas, but it also has notes of mango, stone fruit or tropical fruit, floral or bubblegum notes, mm. uh, grassy, piney, earthy, herbal, spicy. These are all words that are used. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mosaic. So there you have it. Um, and it's a relatively newer hop. It was bred to be very similar to Simcoe in that uh, it yields a bigger crop, but it's similar to Simcoe. But they they wanted to be more efficient, I guess. OK. Uh, but it's also nicknamed Citra on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> of so, course. Yeah. All three of them, Simcoe, Citra and Mosaic, seem to be listed as fairly interchangeable. Um, if you're hard pressed when you're brewing your own beer to to get the same flavor profile. But it, again, it really depends on what you're using it for, whether it's bittering or flavor or aroma. And a Zaka. Zaka. <laughs> I know we've talked about them before, but I feel like I'd remember specifically because the name is just so fun to say. You mean Azaka. So Azaka's mother. Uh, mother plant was a Toyo Midori plant produced in Japan. Your mother was a Toyo Azori plant. <laughs> and your father smelled of elderberries. That would actually be a good hunt. But continue. <laughs> um, so it was produced in Japan and its uh, lineage includes Northern Brew. And the father is not named specifically, but its lineage includes Summit Hops and something else. And something else. And something else. Um, so basically, Azaka is known for its big citrus and tropical fruit aromas, which totally tracks with the fact that Southern Tier emphasizes the fruitiness of Tropical Blaze. Mm-hmm. Azaka is described as having an amazingly refreshing aroma with notes of mango, papaya, orange, grapefruit, pineapple, lemon, pine, spice, and grass. <laughs> oh, thank God you didn't say mango or apricot. Not that I said I mango. Mango is <laughs> That's fine. At least it's not apricot. I'm getting a little sick of apricot. And mango's hopefully not the most forward f- flavor. No. I, it, I like them. I'm just, it's just every single time. Yeah. I like that you listed all those other things. They did emphasize pink guava first. I like that. I like so guava. I like the fact that it's pineapple. I like that you listed orange. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it sounds like the all of the flavors that I listed between the two hops are going to play well together. So why don't we crack it open and see? I, I will say that these are bottles that we're opening right now. Yes, it's which the is first a time very in a nice long treat. time. I think this is the first time since the holiday episode. It could be had, that we've had a bottle. Everyone now is. Yeah, canning, actually, which, I think you're right. <laughs> I mean, I get why you bought you can instead of bottle, but it's so nice to have a bottle. It is. Ooh, that was good. If not for my key jangling. <laughs> Jangles. Mr. Bojangles. That's a good one. That was a good one, folks. We got a good one. We got a winner. Just copy paste that one. There we go. And we got nice frosty glasses again. There's just something to be said about a, a nice frosty glass. I know, like you said, technically it's not the right way to do it. Technically, but... you need a room temperature glass. <sighs> and that your beer shouldn't be frosty. There's a certain temperature for each beer, which I can't remember. 
Maybe I'll bring it up next time and school you. Ooh, that'd right? be a nice twist. Right? Thank I'm you, really Lydia. excited about this because there are, we talked about it before. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good summer beers out there now that we like, that we drink a lot. And I would say right now, I mean, other than like I the two road sours and stuff. I don't know if we've had us a summer beer from Southern Tier though. Oh no, we have not. That's what I'm excited about. It's mm-hmm. Southern Tier has won winter and fall. I don't know if they put out a spring. I, I'm sure they put out a spring, but we haven't seen it. Yeah. But will they win the summer? Because <laughs> right now I think the summer ale from the episode we did with Backy Summer kind of wins the beer official summer beer. Yeah. Well, I mean, by default, it was our it was our favorite last year. So. Right. Will this win though? Interestingly enough, very clear. Yes. Which is probably for a double IPA. Juicy and not hazy again. Not. Yeah. It would not match the appearance. This looks like if it was a little bubblier, I would say it was a lager. Yeah, actually, I agree. And it's got very little head on it at all. Yeah. And I, I did not, I was not super delicate when I poured these. Oh, I was. <laughs> so either way you do it, control or variation. It smells sweet, but not overly sweet. Oh man. Yeah. I think this is going to be one of those dangerously delicious ones again. I can get them. I get the malt through it though. A little bit of the malt. It's not crazy malty. No, 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 no. But it's also not super sweetly because some, some of the tropical type beers, which again, are mostly hazy or, or like juice bombs lately. Mm-hmm. You get that fruit forward note and you don't get any beer going on in it or it might be slightly bready from the wort yeah but this is like or I it's get a just bit straight up malt. bitter and you don't get any of that malt right, backbone or yeah for a strong beer like you just said before mm-hmm. you, you, it would smell like a double ipa yeah all right i'm, I'm drinking yeah this. i'm excited holy pineapple and orange yeah you don't get much of that oh, mango man maybe a hint of the mango I think that's, I haven't had enough guava to tell you, oh, that's some guava. Yeah, I can't distinguish that taste But I think, I think there's <laughs> a little bit of, is not. I think that's a little bit of that soury sweet note. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you get, you get that orange and that pineapple real good. And, and then you get a, a. There's not a lot of summery beers that we've had that really emphasize the pineapples. I really love that. No, yeah, it's, it's all been mango and apricot. That's mm-hmm. why I was hoping for not mango. A change. Oh, that's really, that's really good. It, again. Doesn't taste like a double IPA. Nope. You get a little bit of like a, mm, in your mouth, like the back of your tongue gets a little bit of a, a soury kind of beer note. Not like a sour as into like a sour beer, mm-hmm. which kind of indicates maybe a stronger beer, but you don't get that burn. You don't get that heaviness. No. It is maybe, it is heavier than like a lager or ale, even though it looks like it. It is definitely heavier. Yeah. I don't know if I would be able to necessarily... I feel like our standard for for summer beers is can we sit out on the deck and just crush them? This we could not, but damn, is it delicious. Yeah, this does not have a lot of crushability if that's what you're looking for in a summer beer. But then again, every summer beer tries to be super crushable. So this is Southern Tier trying something else. This would be really nice at a party, like something that you're going to sip slowly, enjoy, just chill out. Yeah, I mean, I can still drink this in the summer. What I would do is, this is something I could drink first before mm-hmm. dinner. Like if I start up the grill, I'll have this. Mm-hmm. And then when we get to dinner, I'll switch to a summer ale because I can drink that with dinner. I wouldn't pair this with a food. No. Maybe a dessert, like ice cream or something for this tropical and actually, fruit kind now of that, idea. Now but. that you mention it, um, Southern Tier for the other two beers that we talked about, the um, pumpkin and... Double Xmas. Two Xmas. Yep. Um, they had specific food pairing suggestions for those they did not for this on the website yeah because the pumpkin beer is like a pumpkin pie which you can eat other foods with the pumpkin mm-hmm. the two xmas was a beer like it just had wintry notes it was an ale 
this is so different. This is, you're eating a fruit with this. I mean, I, I can yeah. eat this with a fruit plate. <laughs> I can drink this with a fruit plate. Mm-hmm. I can eat this with like a Dole Whip or vanilla ice cream that kind of make the flavors in my mouth kind of like obviously pineapple and, and vanilla go together. Mm-hmm. This is something you drink before, after you eat, or if you're not just eating at all, but Absolutely. you should be eating something when you're going to around when you're going to have this beer because it is so high um, in alcohol. But yeah, don't drink this on an empty <laughs> stomach. <laughs> Bad idea. Uh-oh. You are, aren't you? I am. Aren't you? Oh, I had a, I had coffee. Does oh, that count earlier? Today? Great. <laughs> Speed up the, <laughs> the alcohol going through your system. That's right. Well, this is really, really good. This is, I, I don't know if it wins the summer because summer ale is more crushable. Yeah. It is, and it's also so different from another summer ale that you're going to have. But that's, I think, what I liked about the double Xmas mm-hmm. is it was, or two Xmas, however you say the name, is it was so different than other winter beers. And this is so different from most summer beers you're going to have. They're not yeah. trying to be light, but they are still trying to be refreshing while still kind of mm-hmm. carrying on. This is definitely, if you told me this is Southern Tier, I'd be like, yeah, if yep. I just, you poured it for me and said, drink this. Yeah. Not surprising. It is so good and so interesting and so different from everything else on the market in terms of of being a summer beer that you can drink yeah. easily. They and really having those set notes themselves you know. apart. But yeah, and this is why they started in 2012 and they already have a bajillion tap rooms. 2003. 2003. They expanded in 2012. Okay, I know I read 2012 somewhere. <laughs> yeah, this is fantastic. Yeah, I take it back. I could have two of these. Well, good because we got a four pack. All right. <laughs> It's not, it's not super heavy. It's not heavy enough that I can't have a second one. It's just heavier than most summer beers, but I wouldn't say it's so heavy. You can't have a second one. We like, no. it's not heavy as in like a, a, a hazy beer where it's like, oof, this is like, yeah, where meal. it actually I just tastes ate a like, loaf of bread. it feels like, or yeah, exactly. a loaf of bread. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is just a little heavier than your normal beer because you're not used to maybe a double IPA mm-hmm. as a summer beer, but yeah. for a double IPA, this is extremely extremely d- drinkable mm-hmm. and the aftertaste is really good too i don't get any of that i don't beer. get much of an aftertaste aside from just like lingering fruitiness yeah i just get this lingering sweetie sweet yeah sweetie this lingering <laughs> sweet pineapple at the end of it yeah which is really nice sometimes you know you have a summer beer and it's crushable but then you taste your mouth later and it's like eh. bread I, yeah i gotta brush my <laughs> <Yeast>. teeth now <laughs> um but this just leaves this nice little pineapple taste in your mouth which is nice I think the same thing with mango and uh, overly mango and over apricot or apricot, depending on how you say it, <laughs> type beer. The apricot and the mango really linger mm-hmm. in a Not rotted so fruit kind of way. way. Yeah, I don't yeah. think apricot and mango settle well in in your in the back of your mouth in terms of uh, taste. Well, they're already I feel like they're such citrusy fruits. They're already on the edge of tasting like they have that sourness that really gets your the back of your jaw. Yep. I would agree. And yeah, it's just, you really have to love those fruits to. <laughs> I still like them in a beer, but yeah, in terms of like just having them, I'm not going to, I know that Dave Cannon, who I do two player bros with my friend, he, plug, he plug. likes, <laughs> right? Synergy. Synergy. <laughs> uh, he really likes mangoes and apricots. Mm-hmm. Like really likes them. All he likes about them kiwis too. Fruits. Yeah. He really likes stone fruits and he'll just eat them. And it's like, I, I, I've met other people who can too. And I just like, 
if they're in a juice or like a tropical punch and stuff like that, like I like them. He doesn't eat like the this, stone but. from it, like in the middle, right? Like he used to eat apple cores in high school because no, no, you can actually get arsenic poisoning from that. No, I, you can't eat the pit. Like the apple core at least is okay. somewhat soft. You can't eat the pit. <laughs> He'd have to swallow it like some kind of triceratops to like mulch up the food in his stomach. Uh, it helps digestion. Yeah, he doesn't right? listen to those podcasts anyway. We could keep <laughs> He does listen sometimes, but that's fine. <laughs> He'll come down and yell at me. He lives right uh, right above us. He'll come down and say, you talking shit? <laughs> but yeah, I, I have not too much to say about this beer because it's so good. It's so good. It's so interesting. Yeah. Like I, I wouldn't say, like I said, I think right now, maybe at the end, maybe we should do an episode at the end of September. Okay. That's like our summer wrap up wrap series. Up. Where we take some of the best beer we've best had this of. summer and we do like yeah. a best of and be like, which one won? Like we did with winter and Halloween. Maybe we do that every season. Well, oh, spring it, is going to be tough. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's just not enough spring beer. Spring here, is, but. spring is the dead time for beer. But we, we've, we've talked about yeah. that. Would you like to go over the bottle art? I would indeed. So Southern tier keeps it simple, but their logo is complicated. <laughs> yeah. I would love an explanation for the logo. Uh, the star on the bottom, the hop on the top, hop on pop. But- so, so Southern tier round, it's a circle logo and then you get the wheat or the, the crop, which is obviously supposed to be hops. No, it's supposed to be wheat. Because it's, it's a beer. Yep. So on the sides, it's almost like a the UN symbol or the Federation symbol for us nerds. <laughs> uh, it's got a yeah star on the bottom, kind of like a filled in star of David E kind of star, like a big like shining star. And then two connecting items that form, form a circle. On the top of that circle is a hop. And then there's definitely like a lambic Oh, I thought beer. that was the wheat going up the circle to the hop. Yeah. Yeah, this isn't wheat. That's not. These are wheat. Yeah. I already talked about, about those. I'm talking about this. Oh. So the circle in the middle, the symbol in the middle oh. that at least is confusing is a Lambic beer glass or like a farm ale style glass, which makes sense because they're okay. a farm. Yep. And then I think there's a oh. trident type object on the side, which I think is the post that you grow hops on. That's what I was just going to say. It looks like the lattice where yeah. you would grow. Yeah. So I think I, I saw those like when I went to Kent Farms mm-hmm. because their farm is almost 100% just growing hops. Mm-hmm. I saw those along the field as well, which is different than, let's say, two roads, which against the wall has just vines going up. Yeah. it's These are for bulk, bulk crops, <laughs> which makes sense because, again, it's it's referring to their farm lineage and stuff like that, which is mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah. And their bottles, again, have that logo, but bigger. So I was looking at the cap. Black bands across the top. It says seasonal on the top. And then on the bottom, you just get a smaller label. But I really like it. It's got these 1960s kind of tiki vibe. Yes. Um, which you are totally into right now. Right. Hardcore. Because your fault. <laughs> and also I'm the show. I'm sorry for getting you to, an awesome Christmas present. The show How to Drink, which is amazing. <laughs> yeah, like Greg, the host of that show, is really into tiki drinks and then got me into tiki. Yeah. We got this you palm tree background. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got on the side, you get a picture of pineapples, hibiscus, a cut open mango and an it. One of those has to be guava. Sure. Whatever, whatever guava looks like. You get some tropical fruit on the side in a picture. And then mm-hmm. the Tropical Blaze title logo is also like a 1950s or, or 60s. It's got the palm fronds in the background. Tiki yeah. font and says juicy double IPA, all brewed with ale, brewed with pink guava, pineapple, and mango. This was actually born on April 15th at 2.17 p.m. Does always, it actually say? I always like when they put like the birth. time, the timestamp on it. Yeah, I think that's cool. Well, it did say that uh, this is a seasonal from yep. April to June, so that makes sense. Now calls eight point five percent by volume, which means strong, and that's that's about it. Simple, but you know what you're you're getting into. Mm-hmm. The Southern Tier logo is right up front. I think with the success of Pumpkin, they've kind of earned the ability because it's so thought, sought after 
that they yes. put that right up front. So when you're looking for a beer and you liked pumpkin, you see Southern Tier and you're like, I got to get that. Yep. Because, yeah, like, like so we talked like about place before. Around the, here, that's where it starts. Yeah. You see that you see that brand logo and you're like, OK, I know this is going to be good. Like, I'm just going to I'm just going to grab it. Yep. So it doesn't need to be that attention grabbing other than that logo. So on the bottom, yep. then you get your tropical thing. So right off the bat, you know what kind of beer it's going to be. So it works. It's very simple. Mm-hmm. And obviously it's a bottle, not a can. So the can art's only along the top or in the middle section. That's it. Simple, but it works. I'm enjoying this. I think you are too. Of course I'm enjoying it. Southern <laughs> tier. Ooh. When you drink it all at what once, it's like a, I think that's the guava. I got, I took a huge sip. Mm-hmm. Which I've been just sipping it before, but that was like a gulp. I got a lot of pink guava going up and I know that's got to be the guava because for All some right. reason in my mind, I was like, that's it. That's it. Um, I'm finding out what guava tastes like. It tastes like candy. It was good. There's so many layers to this beer. There really are. Yeah. You take a sip and it really evolves as you're. As you're drinking it. Every sip. Ooh. What does guava taste like? Uh, I'm not there yet, but apparently it's also very beneficial to your health. <laughs> So, I mean, really. Yeah. Need to go see, who needs to see a doctor anymore? I'll just drink Southern Tier Tropical Blaze all day. That's healthy. Uh, size, color. The general taste of guava is said to be a cross between strawberries and pears, but depending on the variety, the sweet flavor will vary between mild and strong. Although there are several different varieties of guava, the five... Oh, there are five types. Okay. Yeah. We don't need to get into five types of guava. No, we, yeah, we got the you general got the strawberry. Idea. Yeah. Which is kind of... That is what I kind That's of accurate. tasted. That, that kind of berry note. And they did say pink guava. Which I so kind yeah, of figured was sense. berry, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I want to find more stuff with guava. You know, now that I... What's interesting is now that I know what the guava tastes like, according mm-hmm. to your description, when I smell mm-hmm. it, that's what I smell. That's what's on the nose. The of strawberries, that yeah. The strawberry guava, you know. Thanks, Google. All right. I think that's all we can talk about. Southern yeah. Tears Tropical Blaze. Besides, a fantastic beer. Yeah. Just enjoying this. I really want to do that summer comparison now. No, I, I like that idea a lot. Yep. It's happening. But folks. That, all, that also means that we have to start collecting the beers that we've already reviewed. <laughs> Recollecting them because obviously we drank them all. Well, we just stick to ones we like the best. We don't have to do them yeah. all. We can pick other ones that might be part of the series. We just do another yeah. Halloween type episode and I'll just get I smashed. Like like I'll just get completely hammered. Oh, darn. Like every other time for we science. do those episodes. For science. <laughs> for the fans. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So, in terms of, we're kind of a little bit in too much into the episode to go too far into pop culture stuff. And there wasn't a whole lot of pop culture news on the docket this week. But, yeah. however, and I know we don't want to go into you know, the negatives of the COVID stuff. So, no. whatever. But there are some positives that have come out, out of it. There are two things coming up this summer, which I think are really cool. Okay. So San Diego Comic-Con has announced that they will no, they will not be doing an actual Comic-Con this year. Okay. And I'm going to assume the New York Comic-Con that we always go to will similarly be womp, womp. affected. However, they are going to create a virtual experience San Diego Comic-Con that will be free to everyone. Okay. Which I think is really cool because nothing pisses me off more than a room <laughs> of 300 nerds that get to see a trailer <laughs> and talk about a trailer and give me the blurriest screenshots. The worst and shots. tout that they got to see it when the New York Comic Con barely ever gets any reveals. And I'm like, oh, come on, guys. And then they're talking through it or you can't hear anything. No, yeah. Or just not see it. Yeah. I was like, here's an artist's impression of what we saw. Mm-hmm. Now we get to actually see it. You get to be there. You get to watch the conferences. You get to see the clips yourself. Yeah. And for everyone that is like in the middle of the country where they can't actually travel to San Diego or New York, the, the major cons, 
you know, the, this it is gives really people, yeah, an ability to do something they can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really cool. And so that'll be available. I don't have, unfortunately, in my notes that I'm not looking at right now. I, I didn't put the dates down that this is happening, but obviously it's going to happen yeah. in TBD. Uh, late July, early August, I believe. And then New York Comic Con is generally the first to second week of October. No one cares about that. Honestly, I don't think they're going to do anything with that. Really? Listen, I like New York Comic Con, but it's shitty in terms of what announcements it's San Di- do they make. It's San Diego light. It's San Diego light. Everything's already been announced and we're going to do a little thing talking about what we saw. Yeah. There are very few reveals. San Diego Comic-Con, however, is where the huge reveals are. Mm-hmm. So that's less about, oh, I need to be there to experience it because it's cool, which I do like New York Comic-Con just because it's kind of cool and they have a lot of merchandise you could buy. San Diego Comic-Con's like, I want to learn things and see stuff no one else can see. And now yeah. you get to do that, which I think is cool. The other thing which is similar to that is DC Comics is going to do a huge DC comic fandom, they're calling it. Okay. Don't know why it's called <laughs> the dome. But- Basically, it's going to be their own kind of version of Comic-Con. So I don't know if they're going to be at Comic-Con or just do this other event, Mm -hmm. but that will all be virtual as well. Interesting. So you're going to see clips from their upcoming slate conferences. Uh, I'm going to guess everyone's going to be on their own Zoom call, basically, Mm -hmm. and talk to different actors about different projects coming up. Obviously, Wonder Woman is coming out up in October. Mm -hmm. You got Robert Pattinson's The Batman possibly Henry Cavill making announcements on what movies he's going to appear in as Superman because they're going to pepper him into stuff, comic book news, TV, all that good stuff. And there's going to be a bunch of Arrowverse reveals and stuff like that because the new Superman show is coming out and there's going to be the Green Lantern on HBO Max. So all that's going to be on this fandom thing, which is going to be announced. And I believe there's going to be some specials in terms of buying stuff online and stuff. So everyone's kind of doing their own little virtual experiences that that everyone can take part in, which I think is really neat. Um, and it's great that they're not just canceling these outright. No, I well, I mean, it's, video game it's to their own the benefit to have this information, you know, disseminated to the fans because it gets them hyped up. Exactly. I mean, I know I'm excited to see some Batman stuff because I yeah. love Matt Reeves' Planet of the Apes series. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited to see what he'll do with Batman. And and we haven't really heard Superman anything about stuff, more about Elf. Batman since the the very mysterious reveal of the the Batmobile, the Batmobile, and the um, is the the symbol on his chest a gun or is it just a? Yeah, they didn't really announce that. There have been some other pictures of his suit in action on mm-hmm. stunt doubles, and it looks awful. Oh. <laughs> so hopefully it looks better. <laughs> uh, I liked the close up reveals, but that might have been just for that. Mm-hmm. It looks real sloppy, but I hope it's good. The Batmobile looks dope. Cause it just looks like a supercar that he's traded out with stuff, which is more in line with the comics. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the Batman stuff. I, obviously I love Batman and I love Superman. You don't say. I love Superman. <laughs> so I'm excited for that. I'm also excited for the Comic-Con stuff. I think Star Wars Celebration is looking into doing something as well at some point. Cause I know they canceled this year's celebration and they said they'll see everyone in 2021. Mm. But I think they might have announced that they're going to be doing something I'm online sure in terms of Star Wars announcements. Yeah. So uh, look for that as well. So all these different fandoms are going to be having stuff that's virtual where everyone can participate in, which is really cool. Oh, it sounds fun. We'll yeah. definitely be checking that out. No, I know I will. So yeah. you'll have to. <laughs> There's nowhere for you to go in this oh, apartment. That's true. They're, that's not very big. Yeah. <laughs> is that all you got? That I want to talk to you about. Aww. That's 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 all I got. All right. Well, that's all I got too. So, thank you for tuning into this week's episode. And if you enjoyed it, please share it with your friends and subscribe to catch our future episodes. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts, 
Spotify, Google Podcast, and Stitcher. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, at Kraken1Open, or shoot us an email at Kraken1Open at gmail.com. Well, that's right. <laughs> Would you like to plug anything? I got two other shows I do. If you enjoy the sound of my voice and you want to hear me talk about a lot of other stuff, I do two other podcasts. One of them is Forgotten Cinema. I do it with my buddy Mike Field. It's a podcast about forgotten films that for some reason seem to be forgotten by audiences, whether it's because a more popular movie came out around the same time or the movie simply didn't catch on with an audience in its initial run. We'll discuss what we love about the film or maybe don't love about it, but we'll always recommend you revisit it. That comes out Every Wednesday, you can see us on ForgottenCinemaPodcast.com and check out all our episodes, our older episodes, our blog posts, our merch store, all that good stuff. We're also available wherever you get your podcasts on social medias at Forgotten Cinema Pod. Check out our commercials, all that stuff. I've also got two player bros to do with my buddy Dave Cannon. It's a podcast about two guys who play way too many video games. Join me and Dave every week as we discuss the week's news previews, what's going on in the video game world. And then every other week we'll be doing a post game presented by two player bros where we do a deep dive into a specific game every week. Usually it's a newer game. We talk about what we feel about it, the stories, the characters, the gameplay itself. Also fun facts about the production of the game if we can find anything about that. Sometimes it's a newer game. Sometimes it's an older classic game that just has something we want to play and tell to uh, teach you guys something about the game you might not have known. So you can visit us at twoplayerbros.com to see all the links to every available media player you can watch or listen or you can listen to Two Player Bros. And you can also find us online and social media at Two Player Bros. Very nice. And a special thanks for our theme, which was composed and performed by Joe Reichert. Till next time. Cheers. Cheers.